Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I would like to go ahead and thank you ahead of time for letting us fuck your ear pussies. I am your host, Michael Mayhew, and I'm here with my co-host, Nick, from YouTube.com slash the Tic Tac Man, and our designated butt pirate over here. Nick's a bitch. What's up, everybody? I'm Dale. And hi, I'm Greg Holmes. Greg's his first name and his last name for some reason. Why, I do not know. If you have not guessed at this point in time, this show is going to be very explicit so it's Vul- vulgar it's not safe for work unless you got your headphones in <clears throat> so the first topic we're going to cover tonight is the walking <clears throat> dead <clears throat> dale you were very very persistent about us covering this topic why yeah, yeah i was but only because of the fact that for one it's a like the most amazing show in america today only because of the fact that everybody the apocalypse to happen as do i but oh fact that just the episode last episode before season three well the middle of season three ended it really grabs you and you just really want to know what's happened or what's going to happen i think the mid and well also the fact that like it's just it's more about just fighting zombies it's about fighting you know well to stay alive and also just other people that are just you know want to be the alpha dog out there and just want to protect their own group my thing is i think the uh season three mid-season finale was very subpar very 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 subpar uh season two mid-season finale ended you know with uh what what, what's the girl's name the little girl's name that was sophie sophia sophia okay it ends it ended with rick shooting sophia okay so you were like what the fuck and the season three mid-season finale, let's not um, spoil it if somebody hasn't seen it by this point, then they probably don't even watch the show. But <clears throat> I just thought it was very subpar. And also, between the break, between um, the first half of the se- second half of the season that's uh, going to <clears throat> be starting on February 10th, which by the time this airs, it's probably already shown, but... <clears throat> Between the first and second half of the third season, I started uh, actually legitimately reading the comic. And um, I read Compendium 1, and uh, the huge differences between the TV show and the comic are pretty uh, pretty dramatic. I would say the first season, actually, of of the show is close to the comic, and then after that, they just touch on key points. And yeah, I remember you telling me about that and how each character was different from the TV show to you know, the comic character. And I have not read the comic, so I really have no idea what you're talking about when you talk about the comic. So should I probably um, just to see how it is and see how like what you're talking about, how they relate and then just kind of grow apart from each other? And then I would have a better understanding. But, so, are you asking us whether you should read it or not? Or I don't really get the question. He doesn't intend on reading it, is what he's saying. Oh, oh, okay. I was okay. Thanks for clarifying well, that, Nick. Well, technically, I really wasn't asking a question. I was just telling him that I did not read oh. the comic, and I was kind of like, I pretty much asked a question to myself, like, should I? I don't know. I mean, unless you guys have any device, you know, please tell me. I know Michael told me to read it. Yeah, I I think you should read it. It is it is a really good comic. It's 
one of the best comic books I've ever read. I mean, before the show even aired, I was like, when I heard they were doing a TV show out of it, I was super hyped because when I first read it, I was like, this would be a really great movie. But then I thought about it and I was like, you couldn't condense all this into a movie. This is just way too long. And there's just way too many, way too much shit they would have to cut out in order to make it into a movie. And then I thought, maybe they could make it into a TV show. But then I thought, nah, Zombies too bloody. They would never make a TV show out of like zombie-related stuff on American television. And that'll never happen. And then they're like, "Hey, we're making a TV show after this, and we're putting it on AMC." And I was like, well, "That's that's pretty cool. I wonder, wonder how they're going to do that." And then I watched, like I said, I only saw the first three episodes, but I watched them and I was like, "Huh? They actually did a good job on this. This is, I have hope." So I mean, that's my take on it. It was impressively gory for TV. I, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, right now, do TV shows on TV... Well, actually, I'm going to say three. The best three TV shows on TV right now is The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, and Sons of Anarchy. I knew you were going to say... I didn't... I didn't... I wasn't entirely sure or, or like about the third one, but I knew you were going to say The Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy. I knew you were going to say those two. Break. Yeah, I figured I knew you were going to say Sons of Anarchy because you've talked about that more than you have talked about The Walking Dead. Well, the Sons of uh, Sons of Anarchy's been on a hell of a lot longer than what The Walking Dead has. Well, it's until it's like sixth season in it. Uh, they just finished their fifth season. Uh, they should be coming back in August with their sixth season. That, and, I mean, you know, Sons of Anarchy also has Ron Perlman in it, and that guy is like one of the coolest dudes ever. He plays a cocksucker in the fucking show, though. Can't stand his character in the show. Because mm. I've always liked Ron Perlman, but I don't know if you guys heard about this, but like last year, like in the summer or something, I read a story where like there's this kid like who part who like I don't remember how old he was. He was like eight or ten, and he like had terminal cancer. So he was like in the Make a Wish Foundation thing. So his wish was to meet Hellboy. So Ron that. Perlman actually goes and meets this kid dressed up as Hellboy from the movies. And he even like, he even brings in like a bunch of catering people. So they like have like this huge fucking meal for like the family. And he even gets like the two people who did his makeup in the movie to like make the kid to like make the kid up like Hellboy too. I mean, like I read it and I was like, Oh my God, like, I've always loved him before, but this just, this just makes him like so much more awesome in my eyes. You read this and you're like, oh my god, how do I get cancer? Click on the thirty cigarettes right now. Okay, Greg, you, if you want help getting cancer, I, I would advise um, snorting, you know, shit that they put in, you know, fucking old buildings. Asbestos. Oh, asbestos. Yeah, asbestos. Go ahead and snort that. Go down to the store and buy like a couple cartons of cigarettes and see how many you can smoke in, in a row without letting them go out <laughs> and off the end of the other one and just keep smoking. You'll puke a couple times, you know, it'll subside, you know, when you have the cancer, the puking will go away and then it'll come back when you're dealing with the cancer, you know, the chemo and, and everything of that nature. But the key- you know, I mean, <laughs> I would really love to meet Ron Perlman, but I don't think I'd want to kill myself to like, 
be able to like meet him. I don't think I'm that much of a fan of him. No, 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 no. Nobody said anything about killing themselves. We were just talking about you getting terminal cancer. <laughs> you meet Ron <laughs> Perlman. That that's a that's me. that's a that's a one-time thing, but cancer kind of stays there. That <laughs> doesn't go away. Speaking of cancer, it's like an STD. Nick, what what's your take on that? Well, considering I have so many of them, <laughs> I got to Billy Joel like once or twice with the AIDS. Well, you know, and I, I I've spoke about this before. I think that AIDS or anything has a cure, <clears throat> but the the cure for AIDS is money. It, it's that simple. <laughs> It, it, Mag- Listen, Magic Johnson has had AIDS, for, fucking like full blown AIDS for how many years, and that like, motherfucker just looks just fine. I mean, he, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like most people, like if you know Nick came down with a case of AIDS, he would die probably within like six months. Even though he's got that oil money, he would die in like six months. Magic Johnson, on the other hand, has like, you know, mad oil money can't can't cover the money that health insurance would for the meds I need. Exactly. But Magic Johnson, that motherfucker will have cancer for, you know, 70 years. Before, uh, cancer, yeah. Apparently. They're like, you need 13 <laughs> grand a week for your meds, and he'd be like, Psh. He's going to have cancer, apparently. His his, his AIDS are going to turn into cancer. So I don't know how we got from uh, The Walking, walking Dead, dead, dead to, to AIDS. Magic Johnson with AIDS. To touch on your uh, <laughs> top three there, how are you going to feel after this summer? You know, last season, Breaking Bad. I've seen the first three episodes of Breaking Bad, and that's it. You didn't watch any more than that? How did you not watch any more than that? that? that that's physically impossible. Uh, well, it just happened. How about them apples? Well, you can ask <laughs> the same thing of me. Like, how, do, how come you did not watch more than the first three episodes of The Walking Dead? And I'd respond to you, well, I forgot it was on during the first season. and That physically possible. I'm just retarded, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I got brain problems. What do you expect from me? That's mentally impossible. <laughs> what I my point is, <clears throat> I got addicted to Breaking Bad quicker than I did The Walking Dead. Let's go ahead and um, take a brief pause here <clears throat> to uh, blow Ryan up. What, what did you say to him? Are you gonna, are you gonna <laughs> Skype? My balls are cold. I just asked where the hell he is. He's probably gonna say California. If you know Ryan, there's one main thing you know about Ryan. But I want you to go into this little bit of conversation that Ryan and I had without actually giving you any background information. So just pay close attention at the beginning of this. Let's go ahead and play that clip. I just got my package today. Thanks for the fucking pornos. I don't have a VHS, though. Uh, there's a DVD in there. You got a DVD player, don't you? I mean, I figured you would enjoy everything that I put in the bag. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. The beer cooler for sure, and the t-shirts, and the Crown Royal bag. Corner's a plus. Um, yeah, I saw the DVD. Yeah, I do have a DVD player. <laughs> I figured you loved it. All the stuff made me think of you, so I figured, you know, hell. Hell. Hell, now, dog, damn it, dog, now, I'll tell you what, boy, I figured you love all that shit in there, so I'm making that's why I done there. Let me send it to you. He done jumped out the window. I had <laughs> I had intentionally developed that accent, so I figured I would just finish it out that way. <laughs> oh, goddamn, I tell you what, boy, that shit's amazing, makes my cock throb. Your southern accent turned into Mr. Ed. I felt like I was watching a fucking horse there while you were talking. Oh, goddamn. I'll tell you one thing that I did realize um, this past sports season, basically for every sport 
and the the current season, at least for me, being <clears throat> with baseball, you know, I'm a Pirates fan. With hockey, I'm a Pens fan. With football, I'm a Steelers fan. With basketball, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. Why a Chicago Bulls fan? Because I fucking grew up with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I mean, you know, fucking Dennis Rodman and shit. But one thing I really did realize with <clears throat> baseball this season was the Pirates have sucked so much ass for so many years. And this season they had like this streak where they were just doing fantastic. They were doing great. And I was like, holy shit, the fucking Pirates are irrelevant. They actually stand a chance to go to the fucking playoffs. Like, I cannot remember the last time this happened. And I'm sitting there shitting my fucking pants. I'm so excited <clears throat> that, you know, they're actually doing good. Of course, at the end of the season, they shit the bed and they missed the fucking playoffs. I don't even know who won the World Series. Dale, who won the World Series? Uh, Giants. Okay, the Giants won. San Francisco Giants. Yeah, San Francisco Giants won the World Series. One of the most annoying things to me is is the longer series. I think, you know, like your wild card round or whatever should be the best of three, and then the best of five, and then the best of seven. Who wants to sit and watch a fucking best of seven series? You Not know, me. E- each time, you know, like, <clears throat> and it's annoying. And, you know, like, you got the NFL to where, like, you you know, you're one and done. You know what I mean? Like, it's well, not... It's a, it's a contact sport, though. Well, I, I, I get that. I understand that. But, like, I just... <clears throat> it, should, it shouldn't be the best of seven each round of the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, your, your wild card round should be, like, a best of three. And, you know, and then your, you know, division round or whatever, best of five. And then... And maybe another best of five for your conference round, and then your finals are the best of seven, or something like that. You know, it shouldn't be best of seven, best of seven, best of seven, or whatever. And yeah, I agree because like when I when I seen the Braves when they lost to the Cards for that wild card round, I was like, all right, I was like, you know, we got at least another shot, maybe two more. And then it's just like, then I seen like a picture of like Chipper Jones, you know, walking out and says thank you for everything and i'm just like what are you talking about he ain't retired yet still got two more games and then like i started reading i was just like damn it i didn't know that was a one-time thing the the nba is the same way which drives me nuts and another one that's the same way is the nhl and after the lockout how do you feel about how the season's going to turn out nick in the nhl just for the fact that I had, I was like completely starved of hockey to the point in which I was going to Wheeling Nailers games, and I've seen Wheeling Nailers games, but it's it's a slight step above a high school. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it was. And whenever I saw that first game of the season, it was like it's what I can imagine an old man at the age of seventy <laughs> who hasn't had an erection in thirty years just popping one. That that joy, that sense of joy. As far as the season's going to turn out, having a condensed season really um, limits your ice time, which limits your overall, I'm trying to think of how to word it here, overall the coherentness of your team, because the way to get that on-ice experience is to play a game. And with a condensed season, I think we'd see some teams that wouldn't get into the playoffs be getting into the playoffs. I don't feel like I'm watching a legitimate H- NHL season. I think in regards to where the season would be right now on a normal season, I can completely agree with you. But since it is a shortened season, I'm giving it time. And the hockey is getting better. It is getting really good. The last two games the Pens played, excluding the one with the Devils this morning, 
was spectacular. The the fucking NFL this season was pretty, I mean, awful overall. Uh, just all around, to be completely honest. I I was so hoping to see a Houston Texans, Seattle Seahawks, Super Bowl. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see two teams in there, one that's never been and one that hasn't been since, like, what, seven years ago? The way uh, NBA ended last season, Bulls fan, I'm thinking, you know, we got D-Rose, Derek Rose, he's going to, they're going to the finals. Bulls were going to the finals. I, I, do, I don't think the Heat could have beat the Bulls had Derek Rose been at his, you know, playing his, had he been playing period. You know, I don't think the Heat would have beat the Bulls in, you know, the Eastern Conference finals. I don't think that would have happened. I think the Bulls would have took it to the finals. And I think they would have also beat the Thunder. And then the college football season as well. Championship game was a fucking joke. I didn't even uh, watch yeah. all of it. I just fucking right. turned it. It wasn't even worth watching. Nah, same here. Sports last year, overall, with like all of your main things, were just your main types. What was just disappointing, I think. I, I think this was very subpar. And the I, I'm sure that the only people that are going to be like, you're totally fucking wrong, is going to be like, you know, Alabama fans, Ravens fans. Yeah, the ones who actually Giant won the championship. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even talk about soccer because no one cares about soccer in America. That's what I said. I, I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> it, it. I mean, I, the MLS, I, I couldn't even tell you a, a team. The Galaxy, I think, is a team in the MLS. You know, I, I think the big problem with that is, at least I don't see it. I never see it on TV. I don't know. Sports overall was just disappointing. I mean, you know, most people look at me and they're like, he knows what a sport is. You know, they're like, you know, jerking off in the basement of pictures of Sailor Moon's not a sport. If it was, you know, Nick would hold the record. Champion. <laughs> five years. <laughs> five, five years. Five years fapping. <laughs> I mean, all, all the sports, like I said, have been disappointed. I think I've beat that part of it into the ground. And the the only thing that I would say is, is worse is the fact that uh, the the video game industry just takes advantage of uh, the sports more or less. They they shit out a new game every year where it's barely even different from the previous year's game. I quit playing Madden years ago because they dropped too many shitty ones in a row, and like a fucking dumbass, of course I bought it. I'm like, oh, this game will be better than the last one. That sounds strangely familiar, like Black Ops Two. I'm like, oh. Black Ops 2 will be better than Black Ops 1 because Black Ops 1 is the worst Call of Duty game ever made. Wrong. I didn't fall into that trap. <laughs> See, I, I wish I didn't. Have, I wouldn't have fallen. Fall I think everybody fell into that trap. What do you think the best console controller of all time is? I got one. Um, there are now. I've been playing video games for years. I mean, I I, I think everyone here has. There's. Uh, um, with the, the first video game, well, the first console video games that I ever played were on the Super Nintendo. Which, in my opinion, but, has the best controller. To me, when it really comes down to comfort and like how well the button placement is and how well it fits in your hands, I would say the S is one of the few controllers that, to the still stands as one of the best game controllers I have ever held in 
my hands. Like the only thing, the only other controller that I think can really come close to that would be either any of the PlayStation controllers. And I, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out here. <clears throat> the PlayStation One, Two, or Three, because they're all similar. I think it's the best controller of all time. Well, I'm I'm yeah I I I mean it's it's hard for me to pick because I mean I grew up playing on the Super Nintendo a lot. I didn't really get into the PlayStation thing until years later, but I mean like it's just it's so hard to pick between those two. My biggest thing of why I believe that the PlayStation has the best controller, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, whichever way you want to look at it, <clears throat> is that it's shape is it's shaped to perfectly fit your hands. It's not like the Nintendo controller to where it's a square. Not that I'm knocking on that, you know, because that takes me way back to my childhood. You know, it's not like the, you know, Dreamcast controller to where the fucking cord comes out of the bottom for some reason and makes it slightly awkward. And then you got the Xbox 360 controller, I think, is way too big. And the PlayStation controller is just, <clears throat> it's shaped to fit in your hands perfectly. And when if you're kind of person, you know, especially if you're somebody that plays RPGs, you're sitting there gaming for hours upon hours upon hours. And, you know, just fits in your hands. It's like an extension of your body. It just fits perfectly in your hands. And, it, you know, it, it's not even that heavy. Like the PlayStation controller, uh, PlayStation 2 controller was a little bit heavy. But the PlayStation 3, the original release of the PlayStation 3 controllers were fucking trash. But when they made the DualShock 3 or whatever... I think they got it. The weight's good, everything. They fixed the original issues with the, the buttons and whatnot that the original release of the PS3 controllers had. So I would say, like, the DualShock 3 or whatever, I believe, best one of the PlayStation, and I would say probably the best one overall. I will agree with you that the PlayStation 3 controller is very well suited for RPGs because I, I, for seven years, played an MMORPG on a PlayStation 2 controller and a PlayStation 1 controller. And normally, whenever I get a Final Fantasy, I'm getting it for a Sony console. The Xbox 360 controller isn't as big in hand as it looks. It isn't at all. Well, it's, it weighs about the same. As I've never actually weighed the PS3. two of them. I'd have to, I'd have to weigh. They're quite, I have... they're, they're quite comparable. And if I have to relate this back to something, FPS on 360 all the time, it's either that or I'm doing it on my PC. The way it holds in my hand is a lot better for FPS. The triggers are actually functioning as my triggers mm. that add something to it. See, I've played, like, FPSs on both the 360 and the PS3, and to me, I think they both... I mean, I've, I've never had any trouble with either of them. So, Nick, if, if, you had to, if you had to pick one overall, of all time, of every console in existence, what do you think is the best controller? Not... Not just, don't break it down. Like I'd have to say the Super Nintendo. Okay, why Why would you say the Super Nintendo is the best one? Well, the Super Nintendo, it's more simplistic. Mm-hmm. It layout, just very simplistic. It's it's right there. It's got the ergonomic curve to it. It fits right right in your hand. I mean, all you, all you do is use four fucking fingers to have to control the entire thing. Now, I want to take into consideration um, <clears throat> the, the Sega Genesis. Basically, if you if you look at the Sega Genesis controller, it's almost exactly like the uh, Super Nintendo controller, except for it's a little bit bigger. But I think it was a very good controller as well. 
I will say, yeah, the the Genesis controller was really good. Problem is, is that I didn't really get enough hands-on experience with it growing up. One thing that I will say against the Sega Genesis is, for me, when I was younger and I had smaller hands, the Genesis controller was harder for me to play with than the Super Nintendo controller, which was smaller and fit into my hands. Mm-hmm. Much easier, so I so I always felt more comfortable with the Super Nintendo controller than I did with the Sega Genesis controller. But I mean, if now that I'm older and my hands are much bigger, like if I went back and played it, I probably wouldn't notice a difference. Dale, why don't you weigh in here? What do you think the the best console controller of all time is? Can't go wrong with just the original Nintendo controller. For some reason, I just. It's so iconic, though, because, like, I don't know, like, I just see it everywhere, and, like, I see it on t-shirts and everything like that, and it just, it brings back so many memories, like, childhood memories, you know, playing Nintendo, or just, you know, Super Mario, or Mario Brothers and all that stuff on it, and I remember playing, like, the very first Link when it came out, Zelda, whatever it was. Zelda, yeah. And it was just, you know, that got, I got hooked, me hooked on Zelda ever since then, and fitting it in my hand, it's just like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm three again. <laughs> it's awesome, you know. I just, I mean, my second best would be, you know, the PlayStation controllers. And, you know, I agree with you, you know, the Xbox is too damn big. Mm-hmm. Um, the GameCube is just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nick, if you could take a second and, uh, you know, put the gun down. Don't do it, man. There's no need. No, anyways. Okay. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Can I have your stuff? <laughs> All this talk about the good old days. I can't. I can't. Okay, but anyways. Very abusive childhood. Since we covered... Why, Papa, why? Why, Papa, why? His Uncle Steve. <laughs> his Uncle Steve. Oh, the uncle. That's why my alternate persona is called Steve. So, we covered the best controller of all time. <laughs> and uh, what, do, what do you think, real quick, uh, is the worst controller console controller of all time and why gamecube <laughs> you don't like the gamecube controller why don't you like the gamecube controller? i do not like the gamecube i just cannot get used to how the design is it just does not fit in these tiny hands of mine and like where everything's at i get so the fucking a b y is it's and you got like the two extra little I don't know, extensions of the controllers by your thumbs with, like, the thumbstick and everything. Just It's... I like the N64 a hell of a lot better than the GameCube. I have to argue in the opposite direction. I think the GameCube yeah. is a much more stellar controller than what the N64 ever could have dreamed of being. Yeah. yeah the N64 basically... Retru- yeah. The N64 requires... Three, three hands to play it. I mean, you have... There's a reason like, there's three grips on it. Yeah, it's like there's... Yeah, there's like, okay, I got the control stick, I'm controlling the control stick and the Z trigger with this hand, and I got the other hand with the A and B buttons and that, and it's like, wait a minute, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit the, the left trigger and the, the, the control pad, and I only have two hands. <laughs> fuck? Oh, you're saying you think the worst console controller of all time is the GameCube. Correct. Okay, now, Nick and Greg, were you saying that you think that the N64 had the worst controller of all time? Yep. Yes. I'm sitting here right now with it in my hands. It, it's pretty bad. It has hindering ergonomics. 
the Dreamcast controller was really bad. You know, honestly, I never had a problem with the Dreamcast controller. I always, I was always perfectly fine with it. I have trouble between the Dreamcast and the Xbox 60 having the worst controller of all time. I, mm-hmm. I just, I do not like the Xbox 360 controller. It, you know, even though you looked up the exact weight, it, you can tell that it's heavier, even though it's slightly heavier. I don't like where the analog sticks are located. I don't, you know, and most, I just... Well, the weights I looked up, it, it actually placed uh, the, the battery-powered one, even with a stack of batteries in it, at a lighter weight. I just, I don't, I, I think it's heavier, it's bulky, it's shaped fucking weird, I, I don't like the placement of the sticks. I have to hold the controller, like, weird. I, I don't I don't like the way that you have to hold the controller and that's that's my biggest complaint about the about it then uh actually i think nick i think you i think you should do it well what dale you disagreeing with me no uh i have to pee really quick (laughs) so so i was waiting for you to like pause but you kept talking i'm like motherfucker and you and you did the whole thing of not interrupting yeah. So that's why I waited, and well, well, I really we'll have do to it. go. So I'm gonna go pee real quick, and I'll be right back. But I'm not. I'm still not gonna say anything. You guys can. T- can... Did he not realize that sighing really loud was the equivalent to interrupting? <laughs> Shut up! I'm still here. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that's why I started talking shit. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Thirty Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, Michael Mayhew. I've been here with my co-hosts, Nick, YouTube.com/slash/TheTicTacMan, Dale. Along with Greg Holmes. <laughs> Greg likes to use his full name. Leave a comment and join the conversation with us. And always a thumbs up. A subscription really helps. All right. Thank you, guys. Later.